Yo, it's Abe going solo this week. And this isn't going to be a regular thing. It just happens that, you know, it's Christmas. Everyone's on vacation. It's just hard to get everyone's schedules together. And I need to play poker tonight, so I can't do the podcast <laughs> with anyone else. So I figured I would do it now. I have a lot of things I want to talk about. Um, I need to go back and play poker because I won $700 yesterday playing poker. But I'll get to that in a second. Have you ever read a post on social media and you could read it the way they wrote it? Like this guy wrote, you put in two-pack? I didn't realize they were putting in gangbanger pieces of shit into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Now, say what you want about Tupac, but he's the greatest rapper ever, according to most people. Should you put rappers in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? That's a different discussion. But since there's already a ton of rappers in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, how do you not put in Tupac? Oh, now they're putting in thug pieces of shit like Tupac? If any rapper belongs in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, it's Tupac. No one's inspired more rappers than Tupac. And it's funny because I went on this guy. Anytime I see ignorance like this, and, and, and I'm not saying like Tupac was a great guy. I mean, he, he could have possibly murdered people. There's a video of him beating the shit out of someone in a casino. But who knows what happened? So could he have killed people? I don't know. <laughs> but based on the music, there's a lot of pieces of shit in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame who have done a lot of messed up things. So you can't just single out Tupac. If it's just based on the music... I think Michael Jackson's in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I should look that up. I'm pretty sure he is. But a lot of people say he molested kids. I mean, it hasn't been proven. There's no proof that Tupac killed anyone. So if you just base it off the music, you got to put Tupac in. You're going to put in Tupac and not Jackal? Jesse James Dupree is not in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, but Tupac Shaker is? That's malarkey, man. The way I see it is that if Tupac gets in, I'm done with the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. So anyways, I checked the guy's page and his profile. And this, and I'm not trying to attack people who support Trump. Don't be like, fuck Obama, man. I'm just making an observation. I went on the guy's page and his profile picture was Donald Trump wearing that USA red 45 hat, the new hat that he wears. And I just noticed... And again, this isn't, we don't have to attack Obama now. We don't, this is nothing about Trump the president. It's not about any of his policies. This is just about his appearance. Donald Trump should never wear a hat. He doesn't have the face for a hat. He doesn't have the body for it. He just looks weird in a hat. Just like I assume Donald Trump, if he wore jeans, would look very weird. Like those guys who work, everyone has one. If you work in any kind of office, there's always some guy with a sloppy ass he doesn't know how to wear jeans. They're, they either like mom jeans. They're pulled up too high. There's some off color of blue that you've never seen sold in stores. How do you find this off color of blue? This super light blue. Where do you get it from? I don't know where these people buy their jeans, but I guarantee if Donald Trump was wearing jeans, they wouldn't look right. He has a sloppy ass, sloppy body, sloppy tits. But the hat. On that head, it just looks weird. That's not a head that should have a hat. There's certain heads where the hat just doesn't fit right. And Donald Trump has one of those heads where he should never, ever wear a hat. I've always said you don't want to accessorize your worst feature. Donald Trump's worst feature is that face. 
It's like I said before, Trent Dilfer, the guy on uh, ESPN NFL Live, he has the most disgusting shark teeth you'll ever see in your life. And he has a goatee. And the goatee is like taking a black marker and circling his most disgusting feature, which are his teeth. It's like Donald Trump should never wear those sweatpants that say juicy on the back or pink because he has a sloppy ass. And again, I know what I'm saying that people say, Obama's ass ain't all that either. Obama's ass ain't all that. You ever seen Obama's ass? Does he even have one? Yeah, that's what I thought. Trump's ass is way better than Obama's. So we can all agree at least that Donald Trump should not wear a hat. I was at the casino yesterday. I was in a poker tournament, and the final four people split all the money. We won like 700 and almost $800. And when I was there, I always used the bathroom in the high rollers room because it has less, you know, it's not disgusting like the other bathrooms. And walking back there by the Baccarat room, it's hilarious because the people back there are so ignorant, and most of them are Asian people, almost all of them are Asian people. It's some of the rudest Asian people you'll ever meet. They're all playing Baccarat. They're all smoking. They're, they're like pushing into each other. There's a noodle bar back there, and they're all eating noodles like this. <laughs> Making that exact noise. And I know it's custom if you go to China or whatever, I guess, when they eat noodles, they make that noise. But it just doesn't seem right around people. And I don't know. To me, you know, it's not customary to hear this. And I, I had to look this up, investigate this, because I didn't know if I was hearing something that wasn't really happening. When Asian people play Baccarat or if they play Blackjack, if they want a face card, they yell out, Monkey! 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 So I actually looked this up, okay? And let's see. The gambling guru, okay? Some guy wrote a letter. Dear Mark, why do they shout monkey, monkey in a Baccarat game? What do monkeys have to do with Baccarat? And this gambling guru guy, this is how he answered. The first time I ever dealt Baccarat, I had a couple Asian players on the game that kept yelling monkey, monkey. I thought they were making fun of me being a newbie dealer to the game, which I was okay with because they at least knew that tipping was not a suburb of Shanghai. That was a joke. Fast forward a few shifts, and I did learn that Monkey Monkey is the nickname for Baccarat's picture cards. Supposedly, the the word originated from monarchy, referring to the face cards. King, queen. But they diluted it and eventually just called it Monkey. An example of when you might hear the monkey holler is when the bank and the player are tied at zero, giving each Baccarat. Say the majority of action is on the player, and he draws first and is delta five. At the moment, the bank hand is drawing the better shot out. Monkey! 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 Hoping that the bank will get a face card or a 10, giving them a score of zero, which makes the player win. So they yell monkey. Monkey! Monkey! So think about it. You're in the back. All I want to do is use the bathroom. And this is what I hear. Monkey! Monkey, monkey, and then you have smoke blowing in your face. Everyone's pushing you. It's the rudest place you could ever be in a casino. Do not go in a Baccarat room. And I don't even play Baccarat, so there's really no reason for me to be there except to use a bathroom that actually doesn't have blood everywhere. 
and literally syringes. A lot of these casinos, they have separate cans to put your syringes. Piss everywhere, everything. So don't go in the Baccarat room. And if you're wondering why they yell out, monkey, 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 it's because they want a face card. Um, also, when I was at the casino, I was playing poker. And this dude who was at my table, the dealer was a black chick. And I think he was trying to be nice. But he's like, yo, girl, I like your wig. And she went crazy on him. She's like, it ain't a wig. It's a weave. And she's like, you black, you should know better. And she called her manager over. The guy talked to the guy for like five. He took him to the side and talked to him. The guy came back with his hat. I don't know what the guy said to him. But... There's two ways of looking at it. Number one, why would you say, yo, girl, I like your wig? But he, he wasn't being an asshole. He was, I think he was really trying to hit on her. Because before he kept saying how she was beautiful and stuff. And he like she handed him a card and he kind of touched her hand and then made a joke. And I think he was trying to push it to the next level. Yo, girl, I like your wig. It ain't a wig. It's a weave. And you should know better. Why would she react like that? He's obviously not being a prick. It's an obvious weave or wig, whatever. It's obviously not real hair. It's not like if you went up to Tony Bennett or something and said, hey, man, nice wig. Like, you'd be saying that to be an asshole. But this guy was really just trying to compliment her. And she went crazy. So I guess both situations, both sides made a mistake. He made a mistake saying, yo, girl, I like your wig, and she made a mistake by going nuts. I do love the casino, though, despite what I'm saying. Uh, when I got home last night, I was watching... I, for some reason, I get the Audition Network, which is the New York Yankees Network, and they were playing Garth Brooks at Yankee Stadium. I don't know why I watch this, because I hate country music, but for some reason, Garth Brooks is bigger than country music to me. For some reason, I, I was watching it. And I found it funny that Garth Brooks wears the Lady Gaga or Madonna headset when he performs. It always looks super awkward when you don't have a mic. Like, he's running around. You don't know what to do with your hands. You're always messing with the headset. It's never loud enough. You always look uncomfortable. And it made me think, of all people... David Draymond from Disturbed. I'm shocked that he doesn't use the headset. Because he's so theatrical and he's such an asshole on stage. You would think he'd want to have both of his arms at all times, like raising his arms in the air to God or pounding both fists or doing something with this. You, you would think of all people, David Draymond would have that headset. My brothers, my sisters, my blood. And then he would make it a point to let you know that both hands are free. My left hand is for the Father, and my right hand is for Satan. Together, they will fight this great war that we call metal. Let me hear your voices and join both of my hands, brothers, sisters, my blood. Join me in this feast. As I have my left hand full of bread and my right hand is holding water, brothers, sisters, and blood. 
Hold my left hand, but don't forget to hold my right hand, brothers, sisters, and blood. And I could see him trying to dance because he used to do this weird dance back in the day, which I think he's given up since he's put on the pounds. I'm pretty sure David Draymond with a headset would be pretty hilarious. And I, the Garth Brooks concert, it's a weird crowd because he, when he played here in Chicago, I think he did something like 11 shows at the Allstate Arena, which holds like 16,000 people. So Garth Brooks is, is way bigger than people realize. I was looking at the crowd at Yankee Stadium. There were a few really attractive girls there. But I don't think girls watch Garth Brooks the way they used to watch Ricky Martin when they thought he was straight. I think it's more like like they're really into it. Like they're going crazy. But I don't think they're into it the way they'd be watching a guy they want to have sex with. I think it's more like when they watch someone like Elmo from Sesame Street. Like you're real excited. But it's not like you would have sex with Elmo. I think they look at him like, aww. It's like Garth Brooks is taking him backstage and banging him. Or I don't think they want to do that. I mean, maybe some would, just for the money. But I don't think people are saying how hot Garth Brooks is, like how bad they want him. It's not like at a Justin Timberlake concert, like half the girls there would probably have sex with him. And I know this was his first tour in a long time, but he was so uncomfortable on stage. In every song... He did that Howard Dean, ah! and the thunder rolls, come on, ah! 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 he did that like a hundred times during the concert, and there's one point during the concert where he played his biggest song, Friends in Low Places, and he said, all right, now, this reminds me, Yankee Stadium, when I was in Central Park, and you know we want to make this different than Central Park. So we weren't going to play the third verse of Friends in Low Places. And the whole crowd started booing. And then he said, but I made the executive decision. Since it's been 20 years since I played it, that we're going to go ahead and play the third verse. Why would you not play the third verse of your biggest song ever? In fact, he should have played when he said that. I thought he was going to play the whole song again. Instead of saying, not only are we play the third verse, but then we're going to start over from the top and play it again. It makes no sense not to play the third verse of your biggest song. You just did a Piano Man cover, but you won't play the third verse of your biggest song. You're doing other people's songs, but the main song people care about that you're going to play, you don't want to do the third verse. It makes no sense. And it made me think, all bands that have two or less hits... They should play their biggest hit twice. And I, I've talked about this a million times. Don't let the crowd sing the whole song. It made it in boots. Ah! Come on. And then he let the crowd sing half the verse. And I got... Ah! Come on. And, and he let them sing the whole chorus. So you were going to sing two verses and half a chorus of the only song that... You know, I mean, I know everyone's there to see most of the songs. But your biggest song... Uh, came there in boots. Ah! So he would do the Howard Dean yell and then let them sing half the verse. And they man down to the floor. Ah! And you could kiss my ass. Ah! Come on. I love this. And the whole crowd. I got friends in low place. How do you do that? 
That's your greatest thing you've ever done. Just sing the song. Please let us hear your hit. So yeah, those bands like Space Hog, who have one song, Soul Asylum, they should open and close with Runaway Train. Candlebox should open and close with Far Behind. I think they should even play them three times. If you're going to see Candlebox, how awesome would it be if they open with Far Behind? And, you know, normally if you heard them open with Far Behind, you'd be like, oh, I'm going to go get a beer. But then they would say, no, wait, hang on, guys. You will hear Far Behind at least one more time. You'd be like, oh, cool. I'm going to stick around then. You might hear that song, You, their other semi-hit. You're like, oh, this this isn't bad. So they should play You second, Far Behind first, then, yeah, you. Yeah, you. Then they'll keep reminding you, don't worry, Far Behind's coming again. Play two or three more songs and then play Far Behind the second time. Then you play it a third time. You don't even tell me. You tell them after you play the second time, guess what? We're thinking about playing Far Behind a third time. And then they just play Far Behind a third time. How awesome would that be? I'd go see Candlebox to hear Far Behind three times. And I think the crowd each time would get louder and louder and louder. Because when you play, if you have one hit, and that's why there's one hit wonders. There's a reason why that song resonated with the fans and all your other songs don't. I do like Blind Melon. I like some of their other songs, like Change. But No Rain is by far their biggest hit. When they played Lollapalooza, they played all their songs. The crowd was like, huh. Then you're... And the crowd went nuts. You don't think that after playing Far Behind or No Rain or Space Hogs in the meantime or Chumbawamba's biggest hit, you open with it, you 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 tease it, Play it in the middle, and then after that, you say, we might play it a third time. Don't go anywhere. We might play far behind for a third time. Do not leave. Please stay here. And as a matter of fact, we will be playing it a third time. It'll be our last song, so don't leave. And I'm not going to tell you when the last song is, so don't go get a beer either. That would keep me in my seat. In fact, anyone booking a band that has one hit, you should have written in the contract you have to play Far Behind at least three times. <laughs> but we're only doing a 40-minute set. Oh, you are? Then play it four times. <laughs> you know, I'm starting to realize, no matter what I do on this podcast or any radio shows, my biggest contribution to society is telling people about the retention department. And I hate to bring this up again. Very quickly, I told people, if you want to lower your phone bill, you always call and ask for the retention department. And that's like their last line of defense. If they want to keep you on as a customer, they send you to the retention department where they're told to pretty much give you whatever you want. And I found this out and I've spread the word every week and literally every week. I get notes from people on Facebook, emails, whatever. Abe, the retention department work. Thank you. All you do is call your phone carrier. And say, I want to speak to the retention department. Say you're going to leave. And I guarantee you, they will lower your phone bill. Um, A couple other things I want to get to real quickly. My Netflix password stopped working. So, you know, instead of spending $9 and getting it, of course, I had to find other means of getting Netflix (laughs) working, which makes no sense. And I've, I've always used the analogy of... People will pay $14 for a Red Bull and vodka, but they won't pay 
$10 to get HBO or they won't pay $10 to get a DVR for a month. It doesn't make sense. Paying $10 for Netflix shouldn't be a big deal. But when you're used to getting something for free, you don't want to pay for it. Kind of like people stole music for years. Now that there's Apple Music, Spotify, all that stuff, I think they're starting to condition people to pay $10 a month. Netflix, though, for some reason I can't pay for it. So I went on Twitter. I just typed in Netflix password. And I actually found a couple people giving out Netflix passwords. And it was usually some girl saying, like, fuck this motherfucker. And then she would give his Netflix password. I saw that three times. Search it. Search Twitter right now. Just type in Netflix password. It's usually someone saying, fuck this motherfucker. Here's his Netflix password. So if you need a Netflix password, that's a quick way of getting one. The only problem is... I think so many people do it that they you have to get in right away. So, you know, check the latest tweets and hopefully you get locked in before they change their password. The big story this week was Rob Kardashian and his girlfriend, Black China, leaving him. And it made me think, why don't celebrities ever pull out? Usually what they say is, oh, felt too good. Oh, felt feel good. Feel too good. Feels good. Feels good. Then we're a condom, asshole. And if you're Rob Car- we talk I talked about this at length last week, if you want to listen. Um, before I knew that she left him, I was talking about Rob Kardashian in Black China. You can't blow loads into these random strippers. If you're a celebrity, it just makes no sense. And, you know, people like Rob Kardashian, dumb fuck. Lamar Odom, you know, the whole time he was just trying to get Chloe pregnant. And that's pretty much why the marriage ended. Kevin Federline, he had two kids within a week, it seemed like. Before you knew it, Kevin Federline had two kids with Britney Spears. Casper Smart with J-Lo, you know he's trying to get her pregnant. Because she has kids with Mark Anthony. I'm pretty sure that she's on like the IUD, birth control, dental dam, the patch. Whatever she could use to not get Casper Smart seed. I think she's really trying hard not to do it. Uh, Bernard Hopkins, the boxer, 52 years old. And he boxed some young guy. And he got knocked out. He got knocked out of the ring. Like, he got knocked out. He got knocked out, but through the ropes, out of the ring. The back of his head slammed on the concrete. No one even tried to catch him. They just let him slam. And everyone's like, no, no, don't touch him. He has 20 seconds to get back into the ring. His head, the back of his head literally slammed on the concrete. And you look at these guys, and... You're almost glad this happened to him because it's almost like everyone who's 58 years old and wants to fight, they should see this. They should see what happened to Bernard Hopkins. It reminds me of a wrestler like Greg the Hammer Valentine, who's still out there with his red face, still doing the figure four leg lock for like $300 in Des Moines in a VFW hall. At some point, you just you have to give this stuff up. And Bernard Hopkins is any any old guy who wants to fight. I'm going to show him the video of Bernard Hopkins being punched through the ropes and having the back of his head slam on the ground. Bellator, they let Ken Shamrock fight, Kimbo Slice. Kimbo Slice almost died, and then he did die like a week later. The guy he fought was dead, but they brought him back to life. There's certain guys who shouldn't be sanctioned to fight. If you watch Rocky Balboa, which is a great movie, they didn't want to give him his license. He said, hey, who are you to tell me what I can and can't do? If I passed the health test, it should be more about it. I mean, if you look at a guy like Bernard Hopkins, who's 52, you should just say, sorry, I don't even need to test you. You're not going to get your license. 
Another thing I saw this week, a guy giving bunny ears in a picture. How did that start, and why do people still... Like, is that still funny? I'm sure in, like, the 1920s when it started, this was, like, high-concept comedy. Well, you see, I'm putting bunny... So he looks like a bunny. Oh! <laughs> but for some reason, people still do it. I don't get it. Um, I was at Walmart buying watermelon spears which are delicious. That's the best way to eat watermelon in spears. That's another tip. I, I gave you great watermelon tips before to buy the ugly watermelons. The best way to eat watermelon is in a spear. I don't know why. It's, it's, it, just, it just feels like that's the way it should be eaten. But I was at Walmart buying my watermelon spears because they're the only place that sells them. And, and I watch videos of how to make spears. You cut the... Whatever. Just look it up. Look up watermelon spear video. Um, I was in line at Walmart and... There was a tall black chick at the register, and this guy in front of me, he's like, dang, you shouldn't be walking here. Some, like, 50-year-old guy. He looked like Forrest Whitaker, who's actually in Rogue One. So if you don't know what he looks like, go watch Rogue One. He's the guy with the droopy eye. Yo, why are you working here? You shouldn't be working here. You should be modeling. And then she kind of smiled. Nah, I'm serious. I ain't joking. You should be modeling. And she said, oh, yeah, thanks. And then he turned to me and said, right? Now, you put me in a very ridiculous position. Obviously, she shouldn't have been modeling. She was a tall girl. She was tall, but nothing, you know, nothing crazy. Nothing where I looked at her and I was like, damn, this girl should be modeling. Nothing like that at all. But what now, now I'm in the position where I have to say, oh, yeah, that's what I said. Oh, yeah. And then he said, no, really, right? Shouldn't she be modeling? I'm like, fuck. Oh, yeah, definitely. And then she looked at me and smiled. Like, like now I'm in on this shit. I'm not, if you're listening, I'm sure she's not listening, but if someone could get this podcast to her, I wasn't involved with, like, him and I weren't talking in line. Damn. You see that tall girl? She should be modeling. But now he lumped me in with him. Probably because he got uncomfortable by her reaction, so he had to bring me into this game. Right? No, 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 really. No, no, tell her. Tell her that she should be modeling. Yes, you should be modeling. No, really tell her. <laughs> uh, I'm just going to do some quick hits here because I, I had a lot of stuff I want to talk about. I'll get to it quickly. The guy jerking off watching the San Diego Chargers cheerleaders. That's one of the funniest videos you'll ever see. He was just jerking off in front of him. He had his hand down his pants. He was rubbing his dick for a long time right in front of the cheerleaders. Um I was at the movie theater and I bought popcorn and it was like five ninety six and I had four cents. I had four dollars and four cents. I gave her a ten. And she said, Do you want your pennies? And I said, uh I was I was confused. Like I didn't know if she wanted them. And I said, Oh, why? How much is it again? She said, No, no, no. A lot of people just say to keep the pennies. Um I'm like, who, the theater? And she said, Yeah. I'm like, no. I don't want to give the, the movie theater that I'm already paying $10 for a ticket, $6 for, like, the smallest thing of popcorn ever, like a handful of popcorn. I'm not giving them four pennies. Like, who, who, what, what kind of question was that? Oh, do you want the pennies? Yeah, I want the pennies. Um, oh, here's a, a stupidity at its finest. This moron, who's actually a well-known guy, he posted a picture of his grandmother sending him a Christmas check and said, ah, leave it to grandma. Sent me a Christmas check for $50. 
and he blocked out her name and or he blocked out her name and address, but he left the routing number and bank account information, the account number and routing number, and her name. He just all he blocked out was the address. That's right. So we have her name, the routing number, and her checking account number. And he has thousands and thousands of friends because he's a known guy. I hope he pulled that picture. What a dumb fuck. I sent him a message that, hey, you might want to uh, also block out the account number. This poor guy's grandma now is probably going to get cleaned up. You know some asshole took that information. I can almost guarantee it. The name Cleveland is a horrible name. Never name your kid Cleveland. My top two Mayo turnoffs ever. I was thinking about this. Um, we talked about this when I did the serious show. I was at Subway, and there was a lady in a wheelchair with no legs, and her son was getting her a sub. She was in the back corner of the Subway, and she's like, lots of mayonnaise, lots of mayonnaise. Make sure they put lots of mayonnaise. That's exactly how her voice sounded, screaming, lots of mayonnaise, lots of mayonnaise. And the son's like, okay, I got it. Can you put mayo on there? No, 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 lots, lots of mayonnaise, lots of mayonnaise. And this is coming from me who loves mayonnaise. That that was a mayo turnoff for me. I stopped eating mayo for like a day after that. <laughs> I couldn't go too long, but I, I stopped for a little bit. The no, the other one was I bought a sub and I said, can you put extra mayo on? And he goes, is that enough? It was like one square. I said, no, can you put more? He goes, oh, I get it. You want to taste the mayonnaise, right? You want to taste it. And I was like, oh, fuck. So I said, oh, you know what? That's good, actually. That's fine. That was the only twice in my life now, mayo turnoffs, and that really turned me off. And, you know, I'm sure I'll be back to, you know, getting tons of mayo. But you want to taste it, right? You want to taste the mayonnaise. Ugh. I'll end it with, well, I want to mention one thing, and I want to end it with one thing about GoFundMe, because GoFundMe is getting ridiculous. But I'm pretty sure I have a ghost in my apartment. I have a bottle of poopery, it's called. And I recommend everyone, that's another great tip. Poopery. That's exactly exactly how it sounds. Poopery. You can buy it on Amazon for like $8. You spray it in the toilet, boom. You'll never have any disgusting smell in your bathroom ever again. So I had a bottle of poopery that Sam's wife bought me for Christmas one year. Like, I think it was two years ago. And I still have the same bottle. And for some reason... I went to use it the other day and it was almost empty. Like I was squirting it where like nothing was coming out. And all of a sudden the whole poopery bottle is full. So I'm almost positive. There's a ghost in my apartment. There's no one else there. I'm the only one who could have used it. It looks like it was filled with water and watered down. How is that possible? Unless there's a ghost. And then I went in my refrigerator and I bought a new bottle of apple juice and there was some missing. So are there ghosts that drink apple juice and dilute poopery? If you have uh, similar stories, let me know. Uh, finally. Oh, before I get to the GoFundMe thing. People on Facebook. If you ever add me to a group, I immediately unfriend you. Don't ever add people to a group because your group sucks. If your group was cool, you wouldn't have to add people to it without them knowing. Like a cool group, people would get added to and they'd be like, or they wouldn't have to get added to it. They'd want to join the group. So if you're in some group called, yeah, man, this is girls on on all, on all their backs, man, legs up. Backs, legs up. That's a Facebook group. Uh, it's a secret group too, but I'm going to add everyone.
No one wants to be in your group. If you add people to a group, you're an asshole. Don't ever add me to a group. And and I'm sure now I'm going to get added to 50 groups. But it's just an asshole thing to do. Not to me, to everyone. No one wants to be in your group. It sucks. You will You should immediately unfriend anyone who adds you to a group. And let them know, too, hey, your group sucks. I don't want to be in it. Because I join groups that I want to be in. Like, if I was in a doo-wop group, I wouldn't join the shitty one. I'd want to get into, like, boys to men or something. I don't want to be in Shy, even though they had one good song. That's another band who should play their song. And if I ever fall in love again, I will be sure that the ladies just like who? They should play that three times. And they should let you know. All right, two songs. So it goes, if I ever fall in love, two more songs. If I ever fall in love, one song, and then if I ever fall in love again. So you're playing a total of six songs, three of which are that song. And, and maybe you can play the new song, too. If, 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 I guess you, you could get that one in. So play seven songs. So play the hit, two, the hit, two, the hit. But yeah, I'm, don't add me to any groups. Now, on Facebook... I got an invite or a uh, a message about a GoFundMe page. And it was for something horrible, but he- here's the problem. I have no problem giving money to GoFundMe pages for people who need money. This GoFundMe page where two people who I know are making a lot of money, they're at least making $100,000 each. And they're begging, oh, uh, we have insurance, but you know, you never know what else could come up here. Uh, for, and, and like I said, this is this was for a bad, uh, like something bad happened to, like she was, she's sick. But don't ask for money if you don't need it. GoFundMe is for people who need money. Like if someone is sick and they don't have money, that's when people should give money. If you have a lot of money, just because you don't want to like pay, you don't want to pull out of your account, you don't want to pull, pull out of your savings account to pay for your bills, but we have to pay for it. And I've paid money to all kinds of GoFundMe pages, especially this year. It seems like every week I'm donating money to GoFundMe for something. But if you could afford to pay your own bills, you don't go to GoFundMe. And if you could get a loan, if you make a lot of money, go get a loan. You don't always have to get everything handed to you. What happened to taking a loan? It's just like, I talk about this a million times, but if someone has a new CD, yo, man, I ain't got money for studio time, man. I'm trying to pick up eight grand to get that studio time because you know I work hard. I deserve this. You don't deserve shit. When I started out in radio, I worked at Walmart like 35 hours a week. I interned at Q101 like 35 hours a week. I went to school. I had like 16 credit hours. I did all that at the same time. No one deserves anything. And if you're if you're in trouble and you're poor and you need help, I, I I have no problem helping you. But if you're making a lot of money, don't beg on GoFundMe, please. And then they always have this fake pride. You know me. I'm the most prideful guy you know. No, no, you're not. You have no pride, actually. You're actually the least prideful guy I've ever seen. Anyways, GoFundMe should only be for people who really need it. Like if your Vietnam War vet uncle who's about to get kicked out of his apartment needs a new wheelchair, that's what I want to give money for. Not some asshole. Oh, uh, my Christmas bonus this year was only 30 grand, so uh, I don't want to dip into that. So if you guys could help me raise 50 grand for this, uh, it would really help out. And I'll wrap it up on that. I'll be back next week with 
Ryan, Sam, Bass, a combination or all of them, and have a good Christmas. And uh, we'll be back for New Year's. Uh, yeah. So Merry Christmas and whatever Hanukkah, whatever other, I don't even know what other holidays, but whatever you're doing for this time of year. Oh, let me say this. Those people who get mad when you say happy holidays are the biggest assholes ever. Some lady said happy holidays to me. I'm like, that's a very nice gesture. Why would you be offended by that? You don't say, and I, I think I talked about this on the podcast before, but Merry Christmas. Oh, I don't say happy holidays. I say Merry Christmas. Like, why do you taunt someone? They're just trying to be nice. Whatever someone says to you, just say, oh, thanks. And then move on. You don't have to be an asshole all the time. And on that, happy holidays, Merry Christmas, and we'll holler next week. Peace. Thank you, Abe, for all the laughter. David Blaine, your magic is real and I believe in you.